know. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Circle of Slime. It's me, your boy Skinny, and I'm joined by the one and only Ozzy Fresh. Happy No Fun Friday, everyone. How you doing? <laughs> I, I at least I got uh my introduction lines right today. Yeah, yeah, you got that one perfect. We're, no, we're getting better. Three times a get, We're getting better little by little. Um, so it is Friday. It's not the happiest of Fridays. Uh, the Heat just got mollywopped last night, one twenty-seven to one hundred two. Um, it was just a painful, painful loss. On today's episode, uh, we're gonna dive into that game. And just get some raw conversation, uh, real emotion, and uh, just talk about some of the things that transpired during that game and how we're feeling going into game three, is it? Game three, yep. Game three, yeah. And that's going to be Saturday at 8.30. Um, so let's just dive right into it, man. Uh, what is your post-game reaction to game two? What are you feeling as a fan? What are your emotions right now? And... How much confidence do you have going into game three? I have I have a tremendous amount of confidence, truly. Um, this shit was a fluke, bro. <laughs> they shot so? 50% from three. They made 20 out of 40 three-pointers. And at one point, I think during the game, they were upwards of 10 for 12 from three to start the game. Like They just pushed it to another level, and I don't think they'll have that hot hand again in game three. There's no chance. Yeah, so, it was crazy, dude. Um, that the three point percentage that you speak of, I believe it tied an NBA record for the highest three point percentage ever in a conference finals game, which was, I believe, above 40 percent. I don't know dang. what the exact percentage was. Um, if it tied it, get, it's 50. So that's if exactly it tied it, it, yeah, if it tied it, they shot 50 percent. So that's so, so that's just in, incredible. Um, it's a I would say the that shooting percentage is a fluke, but um. Dude, we've won in eight quarters. We've won one quarter, bro. Yeah. What yeah. what is going on? Is is that a <laughs> fluke? Can you call that a fluke? Something that's so consistent every single game. I mean, us not warming up till later on in the game, sure, because there was a little point uh towards the eight, was it the third quarter that we cut it down to about 12 points? Um, so I think it's just like that's going to be our stilo in this in this matchup. I feel like if we don't start with that same intensity, we're going to have to play catch up every single time. And at game one, we were fortunate to get the hot hand after the second half, but clearly that wasn't the case this time around. Like we couldn't shoot, we couldn't make anything. We were missing. PJ Tucker was missing that floater that he makes every time. Bunny. He would get his, he would get the rebound, miss it again. It's like we couldn't make a bucket, bro. We couldn't do it, and I don't <laughs> understand. It was it was literally driving me nuts, and and. It doesn't help when you when you're the other team is also scorching hot on offense and defense at the same time. So it's like once we we started to get there a little bit, it kind of kind of like what happened to Boston in game one, where as soon as they would creep back up, Jimmy would kind of put them back in their place. Like every time we were getting close, then they would shoot us out the gym all over again. That freaking white boy Pritchard, I'm starting it. He's like the new <laughs> DiVincenzo for us. Like I just want to headbutt him for some reason. Um and obviously, you know, the presences of Marcus Smart and you know Al Horford were felt. Uh, Robert Williams, man, I feel like they would have never gone to seven games if they had Robert Williams against Milwaukee. I feel like they they would have had that entire healthy roster. I'm pretty sure they would have beat Milwaukee in five games for sure. Um, it's games. it's just he just makes such a difference and he's so massive and we just have nothing for him like we don't. Yeah. And it, it's tough. And we, we tried to get him in some early foul trouble 
And um, just we couldn't shoot. We couldn't get the offense going where we needed it to go. Masters did his thing. He shot some some good shots. And Max and I felt like, didn't do shit. He had like five. Oh my god, I'm god. tripping. He had he had six points. Six <laughs> points. He didn't do shit yesterday. He didn't do bro. shit. I, I guess I saw him make like two three pointers, and I assumed he was doing well. But I guess it was the only two he made the entire game. He uh, yeah, flopped he, yesterday. He, he he everyone did. The only person who scored over twenty was Jimmy. And yeah. he's, he almost had a 30 piece. Um, and that's not going to cut it against a team who's shooting 50% from three. That's not going to happen. Uh, so, yeah. so yeah, like you said, it is, it is tough, but I'm confident that they're going to get in the room in the lab and, and Spoh's going to figure out a way to kind of counteract that, that, uh, that offense, man. Cause we have to figure it out. Yeah, it's tough. Um, Like you said, it was just so frustrating when we have no buckets going in. And then literally, it was like they were throwing rocks into a fucking pond, bro. Yeah. Everything they shot was just wet, wet. I'm I'm watching the game with, with my daughter, and I'm just like, what? They're fucking... I'm like, Sophie, if this one goes in too, like halfway through the shot, I'm just like, incredible. And that is extremely frustrating to watch as a fan. It's just a tough watch, but... Yeah, and and every and even the the most absurd shots like Jason Tatum was shooting off one foot falling backwards and the ball would go in the air. I was watching the game with Ant yesterday, and we were just like, "How the fuck is this happening? It doesn't nah. make sense." Like literally, like the most impossible shots were going in, and it's just like I don't understand. Like that's just once once it came to that, we knew it was just going to be that kind of game. And once they got up by freaking thirty points, we knew it was going to be that kind of game where we're like, "Damn, bro, this is." We we were down by twenty five at the half, and and there was no turning back from that. It felt like. I remember at some point while I'm watching the game, uh, Marcus Smart goes baseline. He throws up an and one floater. The ball goes from behind the back. Behind the basket, the bro. <laughs> behind the and, basket. And that's, when I looked is, at, that's when I looked at Ann. I was like, we ain't winning this shit. It's over, uh, bro. If they're going to be I got making a text shots from like you. that. It's, yeah, it's, I got a text from you, and it was like, if shots like that are going in, it's, it's just one of those fucking <laughs> nights. And I was like, fuck, man. It's He's right. Unreal. And it's so crazy that we spoke about Marcus Smart game – Post game one, and um, you we weren't it, that sold on him making maker. that much of a difference. Yeah, and he fucking what was his stat line? At least how many points did he score last night? Marcus Smart put up twenty four points and twelve assists. Bro, my dude had almost, had, a, triple almost had a triple double. Yeah, insane. Twenty four, twelve, and nine. I mean, what a fucking impact he and made. I, and bro. I almost low keyed. I mean, I didn't low-key. I high-key jinxed us. And I was like, man, Jalen Brown ain't looking that great. Didn't look that great in game one. I was like, I hope he keeps sucking the way he has been. And then dude shoots lights out too, plays 24, 8, and 3. And it's just like, yeah, that was my fault. I definitely, I definitely <laughs> put that on us. Everybody for the Celtics had a game yesterday. It was just incredible. And um, like we spoke in after game one, we, we weren't too sure what the impact of Horford and Marcus Smart would be, but my God, they made such an impact, and it's just such a different game with those two guys on the floor. Um, that wasn't the same team we saw game one. It definitely mm -hmm. wasn't. And um, it's going to be crazy going into game three. Um, I, I don't know what to expect. I'm nervous after seeing eight quarters of basketball played, and we've really only had one good quarter. Um I wouldn't say I'm optimistic right now. I'm a bit pessimistic. And it's just that's the homer in me just trying to <laughs> assume that we're not going to get blown out by freaking 30, 25 points again, you know? No, for sure, for sure. But after just seeing everything that we've seen, I'm I'm a little I mean, 
the Heat have been through this before. Let's not act like we've never been through a tough series and made it out. You know, th- there's still reason to be optimistic and hopeful. But me just personally, I'm, I'm a little worried right now. Usually, like, after games, I could be like, man, maybe Spo needs to play this guy a little bit more. Or maybe we need to play this kind of defense. Or maybe we need to do certain kind of adjustments. But right now, I know I'm not a head coach, but I have no fucking answers for what the Celtics are doing. And they just look really tough right now. And I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but come on, man. Am I tripping or what? No, man. That that rotation of Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart – Jalen Brown, Al Horford, and Robert Williams, they're so big, and they they take up so much space, and they cut out all of our space. You know, they space us out well, and then they don't give us any space to run with those two big guys in the middle. It's just like, it's a tough lineup. It it proved it, obviously. We started the game freaking, what do we shoot, like 0 for 4 to start till we finally got one bucket in. It was just, it was just like bad, 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 bad. We couldn't, we couldn't get anything going for us on offense, and I know that, I spoke, you know, in in stride last last uh, post game reaction that defense wins championships. But shit, you got to have a little bit of offense too, because if not, yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna work for us. But um, we're not even playing defense either. We le- yeah. gave up about seventy points in the first half, bro. So we don't have defense or offense right now, and it's showing. And somebody who is playing defense but is contributing absolutely nothing on the offensive end is Bam Adebayo. It is tough to see what's happening right now. Um, throughout the regular season, this guy was a 20 and 10 player. Um, I don't even think, what did he put up last night? Did he hit double digits? No, he six hit points. six, nine and two. Yeah. Oh man. So him, PJ Tucker and Max Struess combined for 15 points, bro. That's three of our starters combined for 15 points. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that just shows you uh, how bad of an offensive performance it was yesterday yeah. to the point where Duncan Robinson <laughs> played 14 minutes and matched them in points with six points. So it's just, it's, it's a toughie, but yeah. on the shit. text line, we're getting some love and uh, the fans are acknowledging it as well, man. Uh, uh, from shredder bacon, we've only beaten them two of eight quarters. This is alarming. Indeed. This is very, very, very alarming. This is a real thing. And um, what happens in game three, I don't know. We're all going to have to sit back and wait. And hopefully that we come out with um, better offense and better defense. And the Heat have shown to be a team that plays well when their backs are against the wall. So let's hopefully this pressure doesn't bust our pipes and we actually show up, man. So looking forward to it. But somebody that we both agree needs to step up is Bam. And not just Bam, man. The not-so-six man of the year. Is that Thunder? That is thunder and lightning happening. So if I oh, cut wow. out power soon, that's that's because of that. Clearly, even God doesn't want us talking about this damn depressing as he game right now. <laughs> Crazy. But uh, another guy that's not doing much, Tyler Hero, another guy who was averaging 20 points a game. He goes out there and he puts up 11 points yesterday um, in game one. He didn't even hit the 20 point mark either. Um, this is tough, man. Guys aren't showing up. Jimmy is busting his ass. Uh 41 and 29 in two games and uh nobody else is contributing we definitely need more help from the supporting cast shots need to start dropping um it's tough and and i'm a little worried what are your what's your take on uh what you're seeing from the supporting cast uh can we get kyle Lowry back please <laughs> all that talk that was all that talk that i was talking about uh, literally are we, everything are we, are we, are we good without said, him? <laughs> yeah everything we said game one that 
we 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 thought Marcus Smart and Horford were the big deal. Um, uh, we slept on Kyle Lowry, and now the cries begin for all the things we spoke about from game one. Like we like to say, oh, how the narrative has changed. Yeah. And it's it's tough. And I, I feel like that's such a Miami Heat culture thing to happen, right? Is like we flip-flopping on everything we talk about after every game. Um, but but it's true, man. We need we need something. Um they like even Jimmy said that they 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 tried to embarrass us and they did embarrass that. So they got to use it as fuel. Um, they got a tough job, a tough job to do. But if they did it, they can that we can do it as well. So hopefully, you know, like I said, they get to the drawing board. They figure out a good rotation. They figure out how to get this offense going without depleting too much of the defense, because obviously with these two big guys on the court and, you know, Al Horford, who can stretch the floor and shoot from three and do all these things. You know, Robert Williams, you only have to worry about him kind of staying you know, on the inside, you know, you're not going to see him taking many threes and doing that kind of stuff. So you can kind of control that a bit. Although, you know, the alley-oops come soaring in and he's a high flyer, you know, taking all of it. And we have nothing really to stop that. So I just said, it just depends on how we're going to fix this big ass matchup because we're not big, man. And the big guys we do have suck. So it's just like, <laughs> it's like, you know, it just depends on, on how Spo's going to fix this rotation and fix this defense because it wasn't looking good, man. It's not looking good. Yeah. I actually think that I think too many people are playing right now. I think we might need less minutes from Caleb. Um, I think we need Kyle Lowry back, and I think Depot's got to get less minutes too. Um, I think once we get Depot back, we won't need – once we get Kyle Lowry back, we could give Oladipo a little bit less minutes. Um, not that Oladipo hasn't been good. I just think it'll, it will be better suited if we have Kyle Lowry. Jimmy complained last night in his post-game interview. He was like, it's my responsibility to get all the players in position without Kyle Lowry being there. And um, that's big. You, Jimmy's your shooting guard, small forward. You don't want him to have to be responsible for the offense every single possession. Mm-hmm. And um, he's taking that responsibility. He has to make sure everybody is in their right positions and where they need to be in the half-court offense. Kyle Lowry, you get a real solid champion leader who could come in and who can take care of that for us. So I'm hoping we get Kyle Lowry back, man. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So I guess we'll see what happens going forward. And got to keep an eye out on the injury report. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, Marcus Smart tweaks something on the way on a plane or some tweaks that ankle again or whatever he had hurt. Because <laughs> because man, it made it made such a big difference. But yeah, like I said, it's going to game three. We got to figure it out. You know, from a roster standpoint, like you said, when I checked it out, we played 12 out of our 15 players last night. Like that's, yeah. you know, obviously I mean, your seven got the and they got the shit minutes because we were down by so much already. I get yeah. that. But, um, you know, we need we need to do better. Dwayne Dedman only had two points and two rebounds. Like he's usually a, a good facilitator when Bam's not on the floor and he didn't do much either. You know, it's it's it was just a poor performance across the board and there's no excuse for it considering what you guys proved you you're capable of after game one. Um, it was just tough to see. It was tough to see that fourth quarter where the, the whole bottom bowl completely empty and everyone talking shit. Cause it's finally time, right? You know, everyone see what we meant. Everyone's like, everyone's coming out of the woodwork. See what we mean that the heat ain't ready for this. Like they got it so easy. It's so fucking annoying. And, you know, hopefully we can, we can change that case in, in game three going to have to weather the storm, man. The haters are going to come. Uh, we just got to deal with it. And uh, let's hope that we show up for game three. Uh, before we end this segment, uh, give me your final thoughts on what you want, what you expect, and what you're hoping for for game three as we head to TD Garden. Um, I'm hoping they don't shoot 50% from three again. That'd be nice. Um, 
you know, but I, I just hope that we can stop those, stop the bleeding, man. I, I think we need to, the biggest emphasis is to start strong. Both games in a row, we sh we started shooting like straight ass. Actually, no, I'm lying. We started this game good in game two, and it was the complete opposite. Everything went downhill after that strong first couple minutes. So I, I, I don't know, dude, I'm, I'm really at a loss for words because everything that I think is something, it's like there's an argument to prove that like there's a there's no possible reasoning for this shit. Like there's no clue to give us something like, all right, well, this is where we could improve because it was just a completely different performance. And to have another team just come in and just mollywop us like that, it's just embarrassing. So on I'm your just home hoping floor. Yeah, on your home floor, exactly. So I'm hoping I'm I'm just hoping Spoke can draw something up. He's a smart dude, as we've known, you know, top 15 coach of all time. He can he can draw something up to kind of stop the bleeding and and get us. Get us playing a slower pace of basketball because these guys are running up the floor with us and shooting, like we said, all these miraculous shots that were going in. And at the end of the day, yeah, even if you're playing good defense, they're going to still make their shots. That's tough. There's nothing much you can do about that. But um, we got to figure out a way. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping for a, a, a full game from the Miami Heat. Uh, we've been getting spurts here and there, but um, nothing too crazy. So hopefully they can give us a good four quarters of basketball, man. So... I guess we'll see what we get. Don't forget, Saturday, your Heat are in Boston for game three. So make sure you tune in and uh, show your home city some love. We're going to end it on uh, our Heat talk for the day. And our last segment, let's give the people uh, three minutes of cat time before we go ahead and close up and get out of here. Uh, what's your takeaway from last night's game? Just another, now, I wouldn't say the Heat game was a heartbreaker, but holy shit, man. Last night's uh, Ice Cats game was a heartbreaker yeah um i felt like finally uh, what the heck sorry um i felt finally like Bobrovsky, the panthers goalie was was actually playing playing lights out playing very well um we we started up one zip early uh we caught up and it was one one all the way through the third period and uh i don't know man it's just this damn tampa team i don't know how much how many times i gotta tell everyone like i hate them with a passion and mm -hmm. And we are the number one team in hockey. You know, we won the President's Trophy. We did our thing. And and it just, it's the way the cookie crumbles. We had to go through them. And then for them, to for us to hold them down all the way to the three seconds left in the game to go to overtime, they hit a goal to, to win it all. And it's just like, you're down. You lost both games at home. Now you got to go to Tampa down down 0-2 and try to and try to get something out of this man and it's gonna be it's gonna be tough and i and it would be such an embarrassment and an indictment to this team uh th they hadn't won a playoff series in 26 years they finally made it out of the first round and you know that was the excitement and even they said are all the all the shakes are off now we wanted to get that pressure off our shoulders of winning a playoff series and then you get the back-to-back -back champions in the second round it's like like what did we do to deserve it right um but so tampa's going for a three-peat Tampa's going for a three-piece, bro. Shit, man. Yeah, so that's the luck of the draw we got, and we're down 0-2. Um, I feel like Spencer Knight needs to come in at this point because we need some – he's a, a, our backup goalie. He's like a 20-year-old stud. Um, I think he needs to come in and, and make – because we need to shake it up. We need to do something, right? Um, it's it's not working the way it's been working, and you can't – even though we only lost 2-1, to one, it was a strong game, strong defensive performance. We need to even the shots on goal were matched up pretty much. I think we even had more shots on goal. When I was watching the game, we were up like three or four shots on goal. We just well, I heard the I goalie we, for Tampa Bay is he's uh, like the generational, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and that's like what it all comes to in hockey, right? But like I said, 
Um, even when earlier in that third period, they almost scored a wicked goal, and and Ant was watching, and he's like, "Yo, look at this save by Bobrovsky!" Like it, a glove. Oh, excuse me, a glove catch that was beautiful. And I'm like, "Man, that's the signs of we might pull this one out. You know, we might actually do this thing." And then we get our hearts broken in the last seconds, and that's what's tough. So I think personally, we need to do a goalie swap and see what if that switches up the pace at least a little bit in game three, and and maybe that'll help us out. Because uh, I mean, I feel like we're doing what we can against yeah. this team that's I have a question. obviously back-to-back champions. I have a quick question before we get out of here. Uh, prior to game two, um, the Panthers – yeah, prior to game two, the Panthers were 0 for 13 on power plays throughout the playoffs. Um, is that's Are they still 0 for? Are they still 0 for? Uh, did I didn't pay did attention to that. The goal last that, night, was it on a power play? I, I don't I was it was simultaneous with the heat game so I was okay. like kind of half focusing it, we they had it on two different TV screens so I okay. I should have done if I knew we were talking Panthers I would have done some more research I'm sorry but yeah. um but I'm not sure but even that speaks volumes bro when you so you know power plays are for those who don't know listeners wise it means we have more players than they do on the ice right typically that means that we'll have five to their four four to three whatever it may be we have the advantage uh so typically on power plays is when most of one where we've dominated in the regular season and to go over 13 like that's credit granted to the amazing goalie they have but holy shit you got to capitalize on that Throu- throughout um, the regular season we were second place in power play percentage yeah and then you fucking go to over 13 through these the first two rounds i mean that's crazy i don't know what the hell's going on uh but they need to get the monkey off their back and i guess we'll see what happens when they take it to tampa and it's literally been the opposite, right? They called us the cardiac cats throughout the season because we were the yeah. team that was always down and coming back and scoring and winning games when it was inevitable. Even against the Lightning in the regular season, we were doing these things. Um, it's just for some reason, the postseason, these guys are just – and to think like we got the captain from the from the Flyers who's a hell of a player who has experience in the postseason. We have guys who know what they're doing. You know, it just doesn't make sense, bro. And, and it, it's – irks me that it's this team like it's if any if it was anyone else like i would be somewhat okay with it but it, it's because it's the lightning and they do it to us time and time again and they're in our state you yeah. know it's fucking embarrassing it's like the orlando magic whooping our ass every year in the playoffs like that's so embarrassing so what if it was um, the rangers oh, yeah i hate those guys too and the Islanders. <laughs> you know those guys. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but but no nah, it's the damn lightning man um, especially because as a you know ucf alum usf is in tampa so all those usf assholes have been blown up my dms oh check it out you know the panthers you know it's like shut the fuck up hate, <laughs> hate your team um, uh, but uh that's all i got man hopefully we can uh, figure out a way I, like i said i think the key is putting in spencer knight and seeing what's going on uh for game three but um we'll see how it goes obviously all right, we offered you guys three minutes of cat time, but uh, Slime really enjoyed that fucking segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, if the NHL didn't fuck with our damn schedule so bad, we could actually give divided attention to yeah. each team and, and, and give some better analysis. But I'm just going off from what I'm catching through my side eye, and uh, I definitely, I'll definitely i definitely do some more research. So we'll see. No, definitely. Uh, to the audience, uh, I hope we satisfied your hockey craving. Um, we'll definitely be bringing you guys more. Um, so that'll cut it for today. Uh, slime, you want to get us out of here? Yeah. All right. So as we always say, now I was about to do your line, wherever you're at. Again? <laughs> you wanted to um, do it episode one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I say I almost did it again. Uh, 
Find us where you can. Rate, subscribe, review. You know, we're live on Twitch right now. Thankful for the viewers we had today for the for the comments and stuff like that. I know we, this was kind of a surprise uh, drop for everyone, but don't worry. We're going to be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere. You can get your media content. The Circle of Slime is there. Follow us on Instagram, Circle of Slime Pod, Circle of Slime on Twitter, Circle of Slime on YouTube. Circle of Slime, just type Circle of Slime. You'll see our faces eventually somewhere in that mix on Google. And uh, we hope to bring you all the content you want. Please keep engaging. We've had some great feedback, some great talks. Rate, subscribe, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate, subscribe, review, please. Uh, it's only going to help us engage a bigger audience and make our circle bigger for everyone. So want to thank you for all the support. And uh, let's hopefully uh, have some better game threes for our hometown squads, yeah? Yeah, man. So that'll wrap it up for the week, guys. Thank you so much to everyone that joined us this week. Uh, the Heat play Saturday. We won't have a post-game show Sunday. We'll save it for Monday, eh? Sounds great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're at, wherever you are, if you made us the Circle of Slime a part of your day, we thank you so much. We love you guys. We appreciate you. It's me, your boy Skinny, and the one and only Ozzy fucking Fresh. Peace out, everybody. Happy weekend.